Trying Not to Try by Edward Slingerland. Summary from Fournip Books. Written by Nicholas Gouquet and read by Craig Trailer. One sentence summary. Trying Not to Try explores ancient Chinese philosophy to break down the art of being spontaneous, which will help you unite your mind and body and reach a state of flow and breeze through life like a leaf in a river. Favourite quote from the author. The conscious mind, ungrounded by the wisdom of the body, is remarkably incapable of taking care of business. It's been almost five years since I started my journey into self-improvement, and for the first three of those, I was all about the latest hacks, the newest science, and the most up-to-date research. But over the past two, I've realised that tactics come and go. What works for productivity one month might not work for the next. Even the greatest morning routine eventually gets old. How you save and invest your money will change over time. So, for the last 24 months, I've started looking closer and closer at philosophy. If science provides the tactics, then philosophy complements them with strategy. Two philosophies I'm particularly drawn to, Stoicism and ancient Eastern schools of thought. Hence, this book felt like the very natural next pick for me when it caught my eye on Blinklist. The author, Edward Slingerland, is a professor of Asian studies, a global authority on Chinese thought, and a keen observer on the relationship between the humanities and cognitive science. From his book, Trying Not to Try, I learned these three lessons. 1. The concept of flow has long existed in traditional Chinese philosophy and is called Uwei. 2. Uwei is directly connected to Di, and together the two lead you towards a good life. 3. To attain Uwei, you must be honest, specifically with yourself, and then relentlessly act on it. You may not like their beards, but you're sure benefit from their wisdom. So let's hear what the ancient Chinese philosophers have to say. Lesson 1. What we know as flow has long been described in ancient Chinese scripture as Uwei. Have you ever experienced flow? It might not have been during a video game, a sports event, or even at work. In this state, you feel effortless. You don't notice time passing. You're completely in sync with whatever you're doing. Your mind and body flow as one entity. This concept has been investigated by psychologists since the 1980s, but the idea has been around for way, way longer. Ancient Chinese philosophers call it Uwei. That's pronounced U-Wei. And it can be translated as effortless acting. Uwei was one of the highest goals in these old philosophies, as it united the body and the mind. Usually, we treat these two as separate entities, but during Uwei, your mind doesn't consider your body as a separate part of you. This lets you act completely in the moment, naturally choosing the right next step. For example, there is a story in Taoism which explains how a woodcarver created beautifully crafted bell stands he fasts for seven days until his mind doesn't even notice his body. Then he goes into the woods and quickly sees which trees 
will get the best result so he can then get to work. This isn't a coincidence. A typical symptom of being in Uwei is forgetting to eat. Lesson 2. Together we D. Wuwei puts you in the way. The journey towards becoming the best human you can be. Have you seen or read Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince? At one point, Harry drinks a special potion, which briefly turns him into the luckiest person in the world. For the next few hours, it seems like Harry can do absolutely nothing wrong, completely deciding in the moment, yet somehow making the perfect decision each time. In this situation, the Chinese would consider Harry to be on the way, which is their concept of heaven. It's not about the afterlife, but about becoming the best human you can possibly be while you're on earth. The way is the result of Uwei combined with something else, D. D is an automatic consequence, a side effect of Uwei, and resembles power, virtue, and charisma. Because you spontaneously know exactly what to do through Uwei, you confidently flow through your decisions and seem to charmingly implement them into the outside world. This is because you're connected with your unconscious mind. You act based on your true values, not some rational conceived plan. The result is someone who acts decisively with charm and integrity. No wonder the Chinese encourage trying to reach this state as much as possible. There's one difference in our Western idea of flow, though. We emphasize the fact that we have to leave our comfort zone to attain it, whereas Eastern philosophy suggests letting go and moving through life with ease. Lesson 3. The most important aspect of finding Uwei is being honest above all with yourself and then taking action daily. So, how can you spend as much time in Uwei as possible? Step 1. Be honest with yourself and others. That might sound counterintuitive at first, but it makes perfect sense. To reach a state where you completely get lost in your work, you really have to love it. This only happens to people who can take a good, hard look at themselves and figure out what it is that gets them the most meaning. For example, I'd be hard to be a childish fiction author if I didn't generally love kids. Living your values like this is something you can do and must practice on a daily basis until you find the craft that'll become your gateway to Uwei. This is why there are several different philosophies about how to attain Uwei, which all focus on different but action-oriented strategies like meditation, visualization, or exercise. It's about finding your purpose and then doing, 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 not which particular path you follow. Try not to try. Review. It's kind of cool to learn that what's a fairly new idea in modern psychology has been around, analysed and taught for thousands of years. I think this adds exactly to the kind of validation to modern science and tactics I was looking for when I started turning more towards philosophy. After all, what stood the test of time for thousands of years must be solid knowledge. It's a very refreshing read. We'll try to get my hands on Try Not to Try as soon as I can. What else can you learn from the blinks? 1. 
where Confucius relied on strict rules to reach a state of Uwei. 2. How Uwei makes its way from practice into your brain. 3. Which other Chinese thinker proposed the exact opposite of what Confucius was doing? 4. What strategy lies right in between the former two? And 5. Why it might be a good idea to stop thinking in terms of wrong and right altogether. Who would I recommend the trying not to try summary to? The 15-year-old skateboarder who loves his hobby but has a hard time justifying it in front of his parents. The 37-year-old task force leader who wants to be a great manager for his team. And anyone who's tasted the power of flow once before.